What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? What's in your diary? than ever we need to find healthy ways for coping with spiritual mental and emotional trauma journaling is a cost-effective way to deal with trauma and generational wounds the it's not your diary brand is here to help you through faith and understanding and we believe our daily journal prompts and the services we provide will become the first-hand knowledge that our future generations need to heal overcome life's challenges and to understand their family history. So let's begin removing stigmas about spiritual, mental, and emotional health and watch how your life gets transformed. You can listen to us on all podcast platforms at It's Not Your Diary and subscribe to our daily journal assignments at itsnotyourdiary.com. Remember, it's not your diary because what we journal about affects the generations to come. And now let's get on to the show. Hey, I'm back with another episode. This episode is a little sad because it is only one episode left after this one. I told y'all I was on 13 episodes and I'm committed to it. So yes, um, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I hope y'all are doing good. I do just want to say thank you to our listeners that are literally all over the world. We know, of course, Chicago, because that's the closest place that I am to. So thank you to all our listeners in Chicago, of course. And then all our listeners in San Francisco, New Jersey, Columbus, Ohio, Belgium, Romania, Canada, the UK, the Netherlands, Ireland, Ghana. Shout out to all y'all because y'all been sharing. It's just growing in all these different cities and countries and states. So thank y'all. So for this episode, the happy thoughts segment is what I'm leaning to because I just really want to share my journey and how this fast has been going for me. Y'all know I'm doing this social media fast. It actually ends today, but I still haven't been on social media yet. I've just been working all day. Um, My son is finally away for the day so I can get a little work done, a little extra work. And I just want to let y'all know how it's been blessing me because y'all know I lost my job because of COVID. She's just, you know, taking everybody out. So in this season, God told me, well, he revealed to me how I won't need to go back to work. And during this fast, like at first I wasn't seeing it, but I didn't really care if I wasn't seeing it. You know, he made me some promises. It's like, okay, I know his will is going to be done no matter what. Okay, I'm trusting you. I'm not going back to work. I'm just focused on this business. I'm focused on your plan for my life. I'm committed to it fully in. But during this fasting time, I've really just been seeing why I'm not going back to work, how I'm not going back to work. And one of the things that he had revealed to me before the fast even started was that I needed to get into the graphic design space even though it's not something that I wanted to do at all, 
I've done it and it's been so successful. And I've just been seeing how he's moving through me because I'm like, how am I even doing this right now? Like, I don't even know. But like that on top of the podcast, on top of building the It's Not Your Diary brand, like it's not just a podcast. It's like a full brand. And like that being launched during the holiday season and like all the other things that he's just pushing through me, like he's pushing me to the edge of like uncomfortable and comfortable. It's like that thin line while I'm definitely over the line into the uncomfortable space. But I'm I'm not looking at it as being uncomfortable. I'm just looking at it as like okay, I'm in this like pressing season where I'm just stepping out on faith. I'm just being obedient, doing what God truly needs me to do in this season. And yeah, that, the fast has just really been blessing me. Like God's been revealing so many things to me. Like I've been having a lot more business meetings with him. I've been trying to hold myself accountable a little more. And I've just received so much clarity, like hearing his voice more, hearing his voice more often throughout the day. Um, Yeah. And like he gave me a full list of new things that he's like pushing me to. He's revealed. Oh, my God, y'all. He revealed to me how I need to go back to school. And I always said that, like, I never wanted to go back to school and it's so crazy because it's just like everything and it's like once I let it come out of my mouth it's always it's like okay you gonna try me in that way we'll watch this and then he's just like oh yep I need you to go back to school and then in my mind at first I'm thinking like okay why am I going back to school if I'm not going to work like if I'm not going back to a job why am I going to school and he showed me like you know there are certain environments that he's trying to bring me into that I can't get into unless I go back to school. So let me tell y'all, I looked up the cheapest master's program, the cheapest online master's program, because if I'm going back to school, I need to be able to at least pay for this out of pocket. And I started thinking about all these things and he kind of just revealed to me like, no, I need you to do this and do it in faith and like, not be trying to plan it out and overthink and be like, oh, no, now I can't go because I don't have this, this, and this. Like, you need to just do it. So that's actually one of the things that's on my to-do list. Yeah, he's gave me, like, confirmation. There's this one thing, and I actually posted about it on Instagram. Like, there's one thing that I've been trying to do, and it's like, you know, God, I'm waiting on your time, and he finally gave us, like, the okay, like, the official okay to, like, get back into it get the ball rolling for that. So it's just like all these new business endeavors that he's taking me on. Like I have things coming out for the holidays that I hope y'all are going to be interested in. And I mean, I know y'all are going to be interested in them because of course the new year is when we are all trying to get our new journals. We're all trying to just get in a different mind state and become a better version of us. And I will say, like, I'm really proud of my journaling journey. And I feel like I'm going to eventually either do like a live or another podcast just on my journey. It'll probably be a live. I'm not going to lie to y'all because I told y'all I need to get in that space as well. But like just seeing 
how journaling has like, really impacted my life. And I'm not just doing um, the handwritten journal. Like a lot of my journal, I either do video journaling, like on my phone when I'm just driving and I'm talking it out. I write in my notes sometimes. And I also have been thinking like, I really need to start doing like the video journal on my computer. And this way, like I can start sharing with y'all some of my journals. I was even thinking like, oh, maybe I should do like some of my morning journals on my drive to drive my son off. And like just figuring out how I can kind of bring y'all in a little more so that you can really see that it's not as hard, but like look how this can impact your life when you set time aside to like just maintain where you are. And like y'all know, we're doing the um, October challenge and shout out to all our subscribers. And if you're not subscribed, make sure you get subscribed because this challenge that we're doing, I feel like it's pushing me to a limit. Like, okay, I'm thinking outside of how I how I normally think. And that's good because then it forces me now to grow because I have to think in a new way. Because I know somebody told me the journals just were a little hard for me. You know, I can't really think of. And I'm like, you know, it's hard now because it's new and different. But you'll get to a point where like you need that. And like journaling for me is not self-care anymore. Like it's how it's how I maintain my sanity it's just like the maintenance that I need to be able to function day to day. And I started to realize like this again, why the fast is blessing me because the fast really took away the distractions that I had that were really holding me back and pushed me in the direction that I needed to go. So now like my head is so clear and I was even telling my husband, like, I really think I need to do a fast. Um, or not a fast, but I think I need to set my social media days for only certain days a week because it's so easy to be on social media and be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it for work. I'm really like, no, you're on TikTok for about five hours. You're not doing you're not getting any work done. And yeah, you might stumble upon some stuff that is relevant to work, but you're not on there for work specifically. So like planning out my time. Um, if I'm doing it for work, I have this much time, X, Y, and Z, but just like the clarity that I have and how it's just blessing me. And then the response that we've been getting from the episode that I did with Carla, Lost in, um, Lost in Life, like it's just bringing me to a place now where it's like, okay, I'm seeing the gaps, like the response that I got from people well so y'all pretty much chose the journal challenges so the one we did in august was the letting go of control like that journal challenge was super challenging as well but like when you look at the fruit of what happens to you after you're finished and like the testimonies that i've gotten from people just about like how they now understand control in a different way like they didn't even understand how control was holding them back and then now coming to this new episode where we're talking about being lost in life and I'm just like the root of what's going on is kind of coming from a place of 
not necessarily knowing ourselves like me. I, I feel like I needed to be in control because I didn't really know who I was in God. I didn't really know who he was. And then sometimes I do feel a little lost. Like even before I did this fast, I was feeling super lost. Like, God, you know, you said, you said what you said. And I know you what you said was true, but how am I going to, how is it going to, well, when is it going to, you know, asking him all these questions when really like, um, again, the one holding myself back because I'm not positioning myself. I'm not practicing healthy habits. One, if I'm spending five hours on TikTok. Two, I'm I'm distracted by the world. And God's voice was kind of, it was dimming down. And I didn't really realize that until I started going through this um, social media fast. And I think I'm going to steer, like I said, I'm only going to probably do three days a week social media and I can only have, you know, five hours a day for those three days. That's 15 hours a week. That still seems like a lot, but then like, it's better to just do that versus like be on there. And I don't have a time limit. I say, okay, two hours, two hours, turn to eight hours. Then where's the day? Ain't done nothing all day. So yes, um, my, <laughs> my point in all this was I've just been kind of seeing the gaps in how the world just has really manipulated us into thinking our lives as our lives. And that's that. I really wanted to create something for you to get for yourself and to even give like the holidays are coming up. You looking like, what should I get all my friends? What should I get my cousins? What should I get my mom, my dad? But like I'm creating something that's literally for anyone and everyone. And then once it comes out, if you're subscribed to our journals, you'll be getting the emails. Um, I'll be sending them out soon. So be on the lookout for that. I know, you know, the new year is coming up and we always like to have our journals. You know, we making our um our vision boards. We got our new vision. It's a new year. COVID go away. And just making sure that we have what we need in this new year. So we're not, we don't have over a hundred listens on Lost in Life next year. Or maybe we do. And then it's like, okay, well, what's the next step? You know, so I'm creating some things right now for you for this holiday season. And I just want y'all, I wanted to really bless y'all in a new way because I just look at all the people around me and I'm just like, we are all on the same journey. Like we are all struggling with the same things. And that kind of brings me into, I'm really sad that it's only one more episode left. I might put out some bonuses. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to put out a couple bonus episodes. I did have a few guests that were supposed to come on this season. And I'm so sorry that y'all couldn't make it on. Like, I know our schedules kind of collided, but I'm going to get y'all on next season. And uh, another thing that we'll be having during this break. So I'm taking a two month break. I don't know if it's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen, but two months. So this holiday season, you won't get you might not. I'm not going to make any promises and you won't get any any bonuses or anything. I'm not going to say you are. I'm not going to say you're not. 
but God is really pushing me in a new way. So you'll be seeing me in different ways over this little break that we have. But then the season is actually going to be starting back up on January 11th. So be on the lookout for the new season, of course, you know. I'll be posting and I'll just be out. You'll get to see my face a little more. And I'm actually going to be sending out a survey during this holiday break because I really want to get to know y'all's feedback as far as the journals. Um, Some of the things will be like, you know, the podcast length, just making sure that I'm bringing to you what you really need. And because in this way, like I'm helping you, I'm helping me, I'm helping the brand. And I want to be able to bring content that you truly need. I want to be able to bring you the journal assignments in the best way possible, whether that's if you just want to receive one email a week instead of one email every day. You know, these are the types of things that you'll be able to answer in the survey. And this can really help the brand. So I know y'all really support all of our listeners all around the world. I really love y'all. So yeah. And the name of the journal that I'm putting out, oh, I can't tell y'all yet, but it'll be come maybe on next episode. I'll be able to tell y'all, but I don't know if I'm gonna give y'all a topic yet because I actually might change the name. But for this episode, I definitely want I have three points. So make sure you got a pen and some paper. And during my fast God just revealed some things to me about me. And I was like, dang, I should really share this on the podcast. I have to talk about this because I know if I'm dealing with this, somebody else is dealing with it. And I first started to think about, at one point, I talked about this before, at one point in my life, I said, when I was at my job, my corporate job, I used to say to a friend, like, yeah, you know, I'm just comfortable here. I'm comfortable in this atmosphere. I'm comfortable with how things are going. And I wasn't too too worried about my future or anything. But then maybe like a couple years after that, I started to realize something about being in this atmosphere. And I just really started to see like who I was didn't really match the job that I had anymore. But when I first got there, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, you young, you fresh out of college. Everything is just new and fun. But then once you really get into it, you start to see the world for what it really is. And I would say I had never like been in this type of atmosphere or anything like that before. And just to break it down a little more, so in my job, I was a designer. So I started out at my job as an intern. One thing that I found out later about being at this job, my boss actually was like hesitant on hiring me for a while. Like um, she would tell me one thing and then other people would say... Other people were kind of saying another thing. And this, like, I wasn't the only person that this even happened with. So, like, when you are a good-hearted person, I feel like the truth always finds you. It doesn't really matter how how it even comes about. But 
So that was one instance. I was there. Um, I ended up getting an internship. I was there for two years before I actually got my job. But what's crazy is I was already doing the job before I got the job. And I found out my boss was hesitant then as well. Hesitant on giving me the job. She kept, my boss kept telling me like I wasn't ready. And she just had a lot of excuses, I would say. But the some of the things she was saying just didn't really add up with what I knew I was doing. You know how every year you have like those reviews. What I actually started to do was kind of just like, so I feel like when I started, I was one person, right? But then you start to see how everybody else around you is and how they navigate. And you kind of start to become a chameleon. Like you want to just blend in. You want to fade to the background. You don't really want to say too much, do too much, do the wrong thing, especially when you know there was already like this hesitant behavior around who you were. I think what ended up happening, though, was I actually just started to see how who I was just like I was too much for this environment. I was too gifted too nice, too, I was just too much. You know, I just did not fit in with like who I felt like I needed to be. And I literally, in a sense, felt like I was shrinking who I was to be in this atmosphere. And like, I remember one of my coworkers was like, you know, you have to just like let people in. And now looking back on that, like, like God was protecting me for a reason. I didn't let people in for a reason. And you could say it was selfish, but like God was literally protecting me. And even now I, in a sense, had to cut off a lot of people just because I realized how being there, like I... I didn't want to feel like I needed to become somebody else to be accepted. I didn't want that. And after I had Jax, I really didn't want it. Like after I had him, I was just like so passionate about being the best version of myself. I was so passionate about healing and getting through the things I was going through at that time to the point where like, I didn't really care. Like I I wanted my son to heal because he's still in therapy. So I needed him to heal. I needed my, myself to heal. I needed my relationship to heal. Like it was a lot. So I was very unengaged after I had my son. I went back to work and I was dealing with all that stuff. You know, I've talked about it a lot. It's so crazy because I actually saw a picture and there was this girl with this huge afro and she was sitting in a cubicle. And this was like around the time that I had came back to work. And I was just thinking like, wow, this is me. Like I'm in an environment that doesn't allow me to be who I am. And in life, our purpose is going to always allow us to be who we are. Like when we're in, when we're walking in our purpose, when we're living every day, walking in purpose, being obedient to God, 
it might be uncomfortable, but God is trying to bring out parts of us that we might have suppressed. Because I feel like for a long time, I suppressed my voice. I Like I said, you know, I didn't really feel like I had a voice. A lot of people probably that knew me, they never even heard me talk this much. Like it's 40, this is like the 46th episode or something. People have probably heard me talk more on this podcast than they've ever heard me talk in my whole entire life. And I think that just goes to show that like when you are aligned with your purpose, like God might have to pull certain things out because at that job, I would have probably never talked this much. But also like my brain works in a certain way that that just that environment just would have never. And it, and that was one thing that I didn't like. So when I used to give speeches in college, like I was a little shy but also, I would do great because when it comes to something that I know and I'm passionate about, I can speak on it. But when you throw a person to the wolves, and when I tell y'all that this corporate job, when I started, I didn't get training. When I tell you this other girl who started like a little bit after me, they sent her to, she sat down with every department. And of course, you know, she wasn't my skin color. And I don't want to blame it on that. But when you're a black woman in the corporate world, you do literally have to go above and beyond just to get the same recognition as somebody else who doesn't do as much work as you does. And I had this conversation with somebody else and they were saying the same thing. Like, yeah, I noticed that you don't X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yeah, like... You're not even acknowledging the fact that I've done all these things, but like you're hesitant. Like, why are you hesitant? Why are you hesitant on hiring me? Why do I have to shrink myself? Why do I have to be who you want me to be when God created me to be who I am? And that's another thing that I'm even dealing with now in my daily life. But before I get into that, let me just finish this whole job thing. So I would say now that I'm older, I'm happy that I've, I'm happy that God took me out of this job and I'm happy he took me out the way he did. Like COVID was the biggest blessing in disguise. And that's another reason why I cut people off. Cause I'm like, I don't want them texting me being like, how am I doing? And being sad because like, I'm not sad. At no point was I sad. Was I sad? No. I wasn't sad that one podcast I did the day that I actually got the call that I had been laid off, but I was feeling like, oh, oh, okay. So I done did all this stuff and you and -and so-and-so still there, but I, oh, okay. And I was just like, okay, I'm peeping this, but it's okay. Cause it basically, when I got laid off, it honestly confirmed everything that I had already felt in my heart because because I already knew that like that environment was never for me. So I don't know when it was, you know, they do those annual reviews or whatever. So me and a couple of other people went and stated facts about what had been going on. Standing finally for once, just standing up for all the young people, all the people probably just like, you know, from college to age 36 or so. The millennials, maybe 38. 
So all of us, you know, we went to go fight to tell what was really going on because first they put us in a in an atmosphere to to talk about the feedback that they got from our review. So we did the review. It was anonymous. But then we're in the room with everyone who is like been in the company for all these years. My boss was there and this, that and the third. But like this is an atmosphere where like this was anonymous. And then one of the things was like um, there, there was like the ethics. Basically, there's none. Um, and it was questionable or whatever. But like what I didn't understand was like, why are all these people here? Because if we had feelings about this and it was supposed to be anonymous and you're saying there's no ethics, they shouldn't be here. If anything, it should have just been talked about. No should have been taken in. They should have reported back. Mind you, I didn't even take this survey, okay? But everything in the survey was everything that I felt. And so they were asking questions about like, you know, why did people say it? Why did you respond this way? You know, what do you mean there, you know, the, eth- the what there's no ethics, it's questionable, whatever. Nobody said anything. No one said anything. So at this point, you you stood up for yourself and you said all these things. But now when it's coming down to it, you put us in an atmosphere where we can't even be honest. So it's like you already setting me up to fail. Mind you, I didn't even take this survey. So like there was a bunch of stuff in there and I'm just like, oh, like somebody like they put the wow. I was like, I should have took this because like I didn't even know what honestly I didn't know what it was. Again, just came back from having jacks. So at this time, I'm kind of just like, you know, going with how things are going, whatever. These corporate jobs, they they want you to be successful, but they only want you to be self-successful. They want you to be able to go as far as you can, but they only want you to go so far. They want you to be who you are, but they also want you to be who they want you to be. And that just really started to make me feel away while I was there. So like now looking back again, this fast has brought so much clarity. I now understand why God had to remove me from that environment. I want y'all to write these three points. Well, these are not the points. But I want y'all to write these three down, bullet points. Stand out, stand tall, stand alone. Now, I want I want you to think about this because I've always tried to stand in with the crowd, like trying to fit in, okay? And then I really thought about it like... Like at my job, I feel like I can say it better because my job was the most recent experience I had. So I always tried to kind of stand in, like fit in with everyone else. I also always like shrunk myself in atmospheres again to fit in. And then I've always realized like how like you hate being alone. Like, you don't want to stand alone. Like, who wants to just stand alone, like, their whole lives, right? And it was more so because you kind of need that validation. Like, I don't want to stand alone because I need someone else to validate who I am. Let me know that what I'm doing is good or whatever. But then God showed me and he revealed to me as I was just, like, having all these thoughts. And he was bringing clarity to me during this fast that he needed me. 
to stand out because that's what he created me for, right? And it wasn't just me. He said, stand out because that's what you all were created for. I'm like, okay. So I want y'all to write that down. Stand out because that's what I was created for. And the next point I want y'all to write down, stand tall in confidence for what you believe in and who God created you to be. I'm going to say that one more time. Stand tall in confidence for what you believe in and who God created you to be. The next point I want you to write down, stand alone in your walk or relationship with God because it's yours and yours alone. So if I go back, there was no way, even in this atmosphere at this corporate job, I stood out all right. I stood out because I was nothing like anybody else there. I was probably like the only black designer there at the time. We had another two black interns, but they both came and kind of went. And so to me, once I came back from having my son, I saw that as a red flag that I had never seen before. So, okay, first, like I'm in an, in an atmosphere that I can't stand out in, in the first place, meaning I can't truly be who I am. So I'm just going to try to fade to the back. Next, standing tall in confidence. When this whole like um, survey, review type, whatever thing was going on, one of the things that a few of us ended up doing was going to HR, having a conversation and just pretty much standing tall in confidence. I'm going to go back. So stand out. Because that's what you were created for. So like a lot, big part of me always felt like I was suppressing who I was. Like, like I, I'm so creative, y'all. Like you will not believe, I don't know if it's the ADHD, but you will not believe how my mind works. And fashion just so happened to be the thing that like really just caught me, like it caught me on the hook like a little fish in the water and and it just became a part of who I was and it just became a part of who I was for a few years but I couldn't stand out the way God needed me to in that environment right and I couldn't I couldn't stand out like I couldn't stand out for my purposes in this environment And then God told me, like, stand tall and confidence for what you believe in and who God created you to be. So, like, all while this is going on, this is my last year over the the past year. I mean, I got laid off a few months ago, but this was all going on, like, not two, three years ago. This was pretty recent. I was there for almost five years. But, like... We did this whole review thing. We all sitting in the room. Nobody's saying nothing. Nobody's speaking up. And I didn't even take it, but I knew what was going on. Like, I knew. I agreed with a lot of the negative things that were said. And so we went to HR after this meeting and just, you know, like told the truth and said all the things that, you know, we, the people who went and who had a talk, admitted like 
it was uncomfortable. You had us in an environment where we can't even be honest about the questions that were answered. Again, I still did not take this, but like clearly everyone who took it had to be feeling the same exact way, right? But we couldn't stand tall. And even after we stood tall in confidence, we, we said, we stated what was right. We said all the things that had been going on. Like, y'all, there were people saying racist things to different people and nobody saying anything, saying disrespectful things. Like, when I say there was no integrity, and when I say no integrity, it, I worked in an environment where, like, you hit me, I hit you. You do this to me, I'm going to do this to you. Tit for tat, catty, drama, talking about people higher ups, saying nasty things. When I say nasty things about people, nasty. When I say racist things, racist. And it was, even if I, but it's like, young people won't want to work in this type of environment. And literally all the young people that started working there left. And they left because you're putting people in an environment and then you're trying to suppress them. You're putting them in a box and trying to smash the top down on it. And it's not fitting. And like, that's unfair because again, God created us for a purpose. Who we are is who we are. And that's one thing I always said, like, why don't they like allow us to take a personality test and put us in positions that can feed off of who we are and and also compare that to our abilities and our creativity and how why don't they put base it off of that instead of basing it off of how your hair looks, what you wear, what type of shoes you have on, like this whole time, like, I'm saving my money. I'm trying to get a building, okay? I'm not buying any more clothes. I'm not buying any more shoes. I'm trying to build generational wealth. If you don't think I'm going to use this corporate job to fund me being an entrepreneur, you're crazy. If you think I'm going to allow this place to continue to suppress who I am, you're crazy. And this is what, and I'm telling y'all, you have to be so careful because I was not aligned with God's plan for my life. That's why I stayed there for so long. And when my grandma passed away, I should have turned to God, but I literally turned away from him. And that's on me because I probably could have been in a completely different place if I would have turned to him then. Instead, I turned to like smoking and drinking and everything else. It just wasn't conducive to where he was trying to take me. But I digress. Y'all know me. I always digress. But yeah. So the third point was stand alone in your walk or relationship. And this was one thing that I realized. So when I started working there, um, because, you know, in fashion, there are normally a lot of people of different races, different backgrounds, different sexualities and all of those types of things. So I work with people for the most part, who like hated children, who hated God, who hated their parents, who just hated themselves, I'm sure in a sense, like literally plastic surgery, so superficial, so just like worldly and selfish. And a part of me feels like I started to become this way. 
And I, I started to become that chameleon because normally that's what I become in certain environments, right? And I started to see how I was changing. Like I stopped going to church. And then like once I got pregnant and like stuff started happening with me and TJ, like God literally took me through through a, when I say a storm, a storm, but I get it now because if I would have never went through the storm when I went through it, I would have just became the people that I was around. But then I went through the storm because there, I wasn't able to be who God needed me to be. I think it would have been different if I would have went into an environment and stood out, stood tall and stood alone. God would have been able to work with that, right? But I went into it trying to stand in and fit in, trying to shrink myself to to feel like validated and to feel like I was fitting in. And then, and I wasn't standing alone in my walk with God. Like I didn't really even talk about God until one time I, I was, cause at one point I said like, yeah, you know, my mom goes to church every Sunday, but like at this point I'm like, you know, I don't really like church. And this is like, you know, of course, bonding over something that like I didn't truly understand at the time. And also like I started my job, my grandma passed away um, almost a year, uh, a year. Oh, whoa, she passed away. Dang, 2015, October 21st, 2015. I started my job in August 31st, 2015. So literally I started in such a tough season of my life because that was a point where like I had changed for the worst. I started doing a lot of things that I shouldn't have been doing at that point in my life. And like I was in the real world now, but also like literally living in the world and just consuming, eating all the things of the world. Like I was not in, in faith or anything at this point in time. And it's just so crazy now that I look back because now I see, I see why God, and like when I tell y'all fasting is so, so, so critical. Faith without works is dead. If you're not fasting, when God tells you to fast, if God is making you feel just like, gross about everything in the world and you're stressed out and you're confused and nothing makes sense and you're lost and you're trying to be super controlling, God might be calling you to fast. And it could be the most subtle things like, oh my God, I'm just not feeling aligned with you right now. It's time to fast. When you're feeling just like stuck, it's time to fast because God is trying to, he's, he's making you feel like this. So he can pull you back in because like, it's like, okay, you, you kind of far out there. Now I'm going to reel you back in. But sometimes we fight that. And then once we keep fighting that, that's when it gets worse. Like, oh, you getting further and further away. Oh no. The calling on your life is too big for that. There's only so far God is going to allow you to go before you start to feel the worst. And your body going to start to show you, your mind will start to show you like before this fast, I was just feeling 
sad. Let me actually tell y'all how I was feeling. So I was starting to feel how I started to feel at work when I was like not standing out, not standing tall and not standing alone, you know, seeing myself trying to fit in a little bit, seeing myself like questioning um, other people's thoughts and expectations of me, focusing on the things that I didn't need to focus on. Because at the end of the day, I needed to be focused on God. I Right now, I need to be focused on God. But like, why was I starting to feel bad at the fact that I was always talking to people about God? Like, am I, it, it, girl, are you done? That's how I'm like looking at myself in the mirror. Like, at the end of the day, the whole point of my being on this earth is to please God. And like, I start looking at, I start getting a little scared, right? And I'm like, you know, God, like you, you isolate me, you put like removing people from my life, you're removing me from other other people's lives, you're you're literally isolating me. And then it all clicked, like the at a snap of a finger, it all clicked, like, and all these pieces to this puzzle like started to connect. And it's like, okay, you're starting to do the same thing you were doing at your job. And you got to come back to reality. I was getting way too far out there in the ocean. He said, I have to start reeling me back in, right? And yeah, and I started asking myself, like, you know, why am I feeling bad about this? The whole point of my being is to get people to open their hearts not even to get people to open their hearts, but like if I'm talking to somebody, I don't want to give them worldly advice. You know, I want to give them godly advice. And I don't, cause I don't want somebody to give me worldly advice. Look, if that's what your sister, cousin, brother would have did, I, I understand. But like, don't tell me that. Pray before you give me advice because I want to pray before I give you advice. And I want to pray over the advice that you give me. And I want you to pray over the advice that I give you because I'm not saying this to you just for my health. Like I'm literally like, and that was a problem, right? So I started to pull back a little bit, y'all. Like, like I started and I couldn't believe myself. Like I'm pulling back from God. I'm pulling back from, from like, do, did I forget what he has done for me? Like, am I dumb? And I was just looking at myself like, girl, come on now. But it's so sad. Like when you let the world in, sometimes it's not the fact that I'm on TikTok and I'm watching positive things, but I did ease my way over to messy TikTok. But like, it's just the fact that when you let the world in, right, it starts to kind of push out the spirit that you have in you. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative or or holy or whatever, because you don't know the backstory behind that, you know. You could scroll up on a video about God and it could be a good message, but is it worldly? Like, did God put this message out? Like, when I come on the podcast, I'm praying, you know, and I have to make sure that I'm aligned because at the end of the day, like when I was in that funk, I was still praying. I was still making sure I was bringing messages from the Lord 
but I could have came on here easily after like people are trusting me, you know, they, you all know, like, you know, that I'm going to bring you something from God. It's going to touch me. It's going to make me feel different from anything else. Right. But like God immediately whipped me back up into shape because I can't be filled with the world and then come on here because then it's just like, okay, you are leading my people astray. And yeah, like I might not want to do some of the things that God tells me to do, but I also have to keep reminding myself, sis, you're not doing this for you. This isn't about you. You need to get off TikTok. Not because it's bad and negative, but it's it's filled with so much from the world and you have to protect not only you, your voice, but you, you listening. Yes, you, like I have to protect you. I can't be coming on here and just saying anything and just giving you a message that I made up. I would never do that. And so when I started to feel like just a little uneasy, it was like, okay, God, like I get it now. There's a reason why every time I'm talking to somebody, I'm talking about God. I have to stand out in that way. And I'm giving them advice with confidence because I know who God created me to be. I stand alone. He's isolated me and I'm going to stand alone until, until he tells me otherwise. Because there's a reason he's protecting me from the world for you. And and it's not for me. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with him. So how dare I question myself and try to fit in and blend in and be this person I wasn't created to be. And so like, it just all made so much sense. It all made so much sense. Like you were in a job where you couldn't be who God created you to be. You just were never meant to be in the atmosphere. You just couldn't see it because you were focused on you and what you wanted to do. And I've said this so many times, but like, this is literally my struggle. And it's like getting out of my own way again, like... You need to move. It's This is God's time. You had your time when you were at that job for almost five years and you were suppressing yourself and trying to fit in and try to just be this normal person when like that wasn't what God needed. No, in no way, shape or form was God getting the glory for my life at this job. I probably talked about God hmm, a few times before like 2019, like how how we start, because I'm telling you, I started to feel a way like I'm going to lose all my friends if I start getting close to God. And and that wasn't even the case, right? Because that wasn't his plan. But even if I did lose all my friends, it was like, okay, that wasn't his plan, right? And it was like, well, people have expectations of me to do a certain thing. He said, well, what matters most? People's expectations of you or my expectations of you? And that's when I had to sit back and I'm like, true. That's really true. Okay. And he constantly checks me in this way. Like, are you going to listen to what the world says? Or are you going to listen to what I'm saying? Because this aligns with your purpose. You're on the right path. So why are you questioning it? And again, I don't know. But it's because I've been in the world so long that it just sucks me back in. 
you know, like if I'm on social media too much or if I'm I'm having conversations with people who are in the world, who are making decisions based off what the world says, even that. Like, so I understand God removing me and isolating me and opening my eyes to what's real and what's not real and what I need to be focused on because it just brought so, 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 so much clarity. Like, I can't even explain and I wish I could like show a picture of like, this is where I was. This is where I am. And it's only been 15 days, but like, I understand now how important it is because like once he correlated the fact that like, you're starting to do what you were doing at your job. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. I can't be doing that because at that point I was, I would say that job, compared to how I feel now, was the most unhappy time of my life. And I'm sure people could tell, like, my energy was probably thick. My, my, when I walked in the room, he was probably like, let me walk out. Because that's just, that's how bad it was. And, like, the main thing that I really just had to get over was, like, I don't care what these people think about me. They got expectations that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. No, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z because I need to be focused on X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to do what you expecting me to do because God is expecting me to do a different thing. And that really just allowed me to see, even in my life, there are people, and I won't say people in my life, there are I feel like we get so used to like people pleasing and people have expectations and we're trying to do the things that they need us to do. Right. But like, I'm trying to get used to praying. I want to be a God pleaser. So I'm trying to get used to praying, you know, before I agree to do this, let me pray on it. And the problem is like, I'm so used to agreeing to do things and I don't even pray on them first because it's just who I am. But like, I have to constantly remind myself, okay, sis, take us, take a few steps back before you respond, pray, before you get upset, what is happening here? Like, and having more grace and just like removing the expectations. Cause I swear, like for me, expectations were killing me killing me softly and and I just really had to remove it and I feel like if that's you like and then it's this there are other people that will step in and be like oh they didn't do such and such and like you weren't even upset about it like no but you're gonna let somebody else's expectation like make you feel away now like get out of here what did God say do you feel Do you feel like this because God is telling you to feel like this? I don't think so because God is going to probably allow you to feel a way so that you can see you shouldn't feel no type of way. And I just have been like, this has just been a lot of people around me have been dealing with this. And like, so when he checked me on it, I was just like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's about right. Yeah. You're not, you're not lying. So Not that God would ever be lying, but yeah, I just, this episode was kind of, kind of long, huh? But yeah, I just really want to encourage you because 
I'm going to be doing it too. Stand out. No matter what atmosphere you're in, stand out because that's what you were created for. You were created to stand out. When God sees you, when he sees me, we like we stand out together. When he if we standing next to each other, we're gonna stand out to him. And he's gonna look across the room at his other kids. And he they're gonna stand out to him. We already stand out. So stand out and don't forget to stand tall, like stand in that confidence. And you might not think you have confidence, but remember, you are perfect to God. So just think about that. You're already perfect. You don't have to change anything else about yourself. He loves you. He loves you unconditionally. Go look up what unconditional love is. That means you could do no wrong in his eyes. His son already died for you. Don't let nobody shame you. Stand tall in confidence, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter of any of that. Like, let me tell y'all. Here, here's a story that I didn't share, but like, so, um, like I said, you know, my grandma passed away. I was smoking and drinking a lot. When I tell you, I just stopped smoking like last month, just stopped smoking. And I didn't, I still didn't feel convicted to stop. I was just something I was constantly praying on. Like, God, you know, whenever you need me to stop smoking weed, like I'm going to stop. And he finally revealed to me, and he told me at first, when I was first praying on it, like, you don't have to stop. You holding yourself up right now for where I'm trying to take you. Because where you got to go, this got to stop. And so then I was like, okay, but why you didn't convict me on this? Like, you convicted me on other things. He said, because it's not holding you back the way some other things have been holding you back. And... I'm saying this to say that, like, stand tall in who he created you to be. Stand with confidence because people will try to shame you for where you are because that's where you are. But you don't know where he's going to take you. So when I say God can change your habits, change your like the things that you use, like you love now, like one day you won't love those anymore because as you grow in him, you'll grow in him. And he'll grow in you and you won't have those desires. Like, I promise you. And I haven't had a desire. Like, well, actually, I did. I'm not going to lie. I did have a desire. Um, But, like, I wasn't one of those people that just, like, smoke and just be lazy. Like, I was smoking and getting everything done. But also, like, I wasn't taking my medicine. Like, it was just a lot of, like, a a lot of foolery, like, I was replacing one thing because it was natural, but it was like, well, you gotta, you gotta get it together, sis, because I really just started to hold myself back. That's that. So stand tall and confident, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, stand tall and confident for what you believe in and for who God created you to be. Because wrong is wrong, and you know. God's expectations of you don't you cannot let anybody else put their expectations on you you are the only one who knows God's expectations of you because he will convict you and you'll feel it and you'll know like oh wow like I oh that was oh you talking to me when you feel like oh you talking to me this person talking to me this pastor talking to me okay okay 
And stand alone. Don't forget. Stand alone in your walk, in your relationship with God. Because it's yours and yours alone. So you can't stand with the next person. You have to stand alone. You have to have enough faith for you and your relationship first. You can't worry about anybody else. And what I love about just like watching my friends grow through this process, like um, in like August, I felt like, uh, again, I was seeping into the world a little bit. And like I told y'all, I was having this internal battle and my mom just told me to pray. And then Carla, she told me to pray. And then it just is so crazy how like God will use the people around you. He will use his other children to like pull you back. And sometimes we don't see it. And then things just get worse. We don't see that God is trying to just reel us back in. Our life gets worse and worse. And worse, we start to feel worse and worse and worse. And that's why it's so important to just pay attention to what he's doing around you. Pay attention to the signs. Like you got to look at everything as it's a sign from God. Look, look at everything like it's a sign. Like, okay, God is trying to do this. Okay, God. And ask him, God. I saw this sign. Give me another sign so that I know that this is you. He'll give you another sign. Like, again, your walk is your walk. So you have to stand alone because God will be giving you those signs and you never talk to him about it. And you think somebody else is going to come in and tell you this is a sign. Like, no. You've been praying for a thing and God's been giving you signs. You're just not paying attention. The world is too big inside of you because this was me. Like God was probably giving me signs about like me not needing to be on social media as much for a while. But then like when I did the fast, it's like, oh, I get it. I see now what you were doing. I just didn't really get it, get it. But like now... I'm questioning everything. God, why? Why? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Okay, I see that. Is this you? Okay, I see that. But yeah, he's trying to give us signs. He, he, We are perfect to him already. Forget that. Forget that. Forget what the world says about being perfect. Forget the world's expectations. Forget their thoughts. Forget their everything. I'm telling you. But no, I'm telling you. Um, expectations, look, they can ruin you. They can really ruin you. So that wraps up this episode. Don't forget the survey emails are coming out. You got to be subscribed though. You have, have, have to be subscribed if you want the updates. November is just going to be a different month. Like God is pushing me in all these different directions. And I just really, really want to be able to hold on to, um, to his plan. You know, I can't, I cannot afford to let his plan for my life slip away. So I got to get it together. I really do. I'm happy. Look, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Make sure you stand out. You stand tall. And you stand alone. And don't forget to watch out for God's signs. I'm signing off. Have a blessed week. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.